Romans chapter 4, verse 13 through verse 25. Scripture says, For the promise that he should be the heir of the world was not made to Abraham or to his seed through the law, but through the righteousness of faith. For if they which are of the law be heirs, faith is made void, and the promise made of none effect. Because the law worketh wrath, for where no law is, there is no transgression. Therefore it is of faith that it might be by the grace. To the end the promise might be sure to all the seed. Not to that only which is of the law, but to that also which is of the faith of Abraham, who is the father of us all. As it is written, I have made thee a father of many nations, before him whom he believed, even God, who quickened the dead, and call it those things which be not as though they were, who against hope believed in hope, that he might become the father of many nations, according to that which was spoken, so shall thy seed be. And being not weak in faith, he considered not his own body now dead when he was a hundred years old, neither yet the deadness of Sarah's womb. He staggered not at the promise of God through unbelief, but was strong in faith, giving glory to God, and being fully persuaded turn to somebody and ask them say are you persuaded and being fully persuaded that what he had promised he was able also to perform and therefore it was imputed to him for righteousness now it was not written for his sake alone that it was imputed to him but for us also to whom it shall be imputed if we believe on him that raised up Jesus our Lord from the dead who was delivered for our offenses and was raised again for our justification. And I would like to speak to you for a few moments from this thought, spiritual persuasion. Spiritual persuasion. Amen. Father, we thank you for your presence that is here right now, God. Sweet Holy Spirit, sweet Heavenly Dove. Stay with us, God. Let us not leave the way that we came, God, but let us leave changed. Let us leave renewed and refreshed. And we will give you all the glory, all the honor, and all the praise in Jesus' precious name. And you may be seated. Amen. Spiritual persuasion. Amen. You may be seated. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. The Bible is not just a book for information, even though it provides us with much information, but the Bible is a book for transformation. It is designed to change us. It is designed to make us more like Jesus Christ. Amen. Because I am a firm believer that if nothing changes, nothing changes. Amen. Let me say that again. I am persuaded that if nothing changes, then nothing changes. Amen. And this book lets us know, amen, that Jesus Christ, amen, through his word designs for you and I to change, uh, to 
become more like him. Matter of fact, uh, the Apostle Paul says, I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies as living sacrifices, holy and acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. And be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you might prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Uh, Amen. When we go down in the waters of baptism, amen, we're going down because we want to change. Amen. I could have stayed the same old way, but that old life wasn't rewarding me any good. All it was doing was leading me down the pathway to hell. But somebody told me about Jesus. Somebody told me of the value and the importance of being born again. And as a result of that, my life was changed. And Paul says, if any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. Old things are passed away. And behold, all things become new. There's got to be a change in the way that we act, the way that we behave, the way that we look, the places that we go, and the things that we do. If Christ is in me, then there should be a change. Amen. I should not be the same old person that I used to be. Amen. If I'm depressed, I need to check myself. If I'm filled with anxiety, I need to check myself. If I got anger and bitterness in my heart, I need to check myself because this book is designed to change me, to make me more like Christ. I need to come boldly to the throne of grace that I may obtain mercy and find help in the time of need. Amen. God wants to change you. He don't want to leave you the same. If he didn't want to change you, he'd have stayed in heaven where he was. But the scripture says he robed himself in flesh and came to earth to seek and to save that which was lost. And so therefore it's time for us to transform. To become more like him. Praise God. I can't continue to say the writer of Hebrews chapter 6 verse 9 says, Beloved, I am persuaded of better things of you. Things that accompany salvation though we dove speak. For God is not unrighteous to forget your work and labor of love which you have shown to his name and that you have ministered to the saints and do minister. And we desire every one of you to show the same diligence to the fullness of the end of hope. Because when God made promise to Abraham because he could swear by no greater he swore by himself said surely blessing I will bless you and multiply I will multiply you and so after he patiently endured he received the promise amen Abraham was 75 years old when God called him to go into a place that he would bless him and it was a hundred years old before he had Isaac the Bible said he sojourned in the land of promise as in a strange country dwelling in tabernacles with Isaac and Jacob the heirs of the same promise for he looked for a city which had foundation whose builder and maker was God amen and you've got to have the same mindset this world is not your home we're going to a better place you've got to believe and be fully persuaded that what God says he will do amen the Bible says cast not away your confidence which have great recompense of reward for you have need of patience that
But after you've done the will of God, you might receive the promise. For yet in a little while, he that will come will come and will not tarry. Now the just has got to live by faith. But if any man draw back, my soul shall have no pleasure in him. But we're not to them to draw back to perdition. We're them to believe to the saving of the soul. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for. It is the evidence of things not seen. For by the elders obtain a good report. Through faith we understand that the world was framed by the word of God so that the things which are seen was not made by the things which doth appear. By faith Abel opened the God a more excellent sacrifice than Cain by which he received testimony that he was righteous. God testifying of his gifts and by them he be dead yet speaketh. By faith Enoch was translated that he should not see death for God translated him. But before his translation he had this testimony that he pleased God. For without faith it is impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. By faith Noah being warned of God of things not seen of yet moved with fear prepared an ark to the saving of his house by which he condemned the world and became the heirs of righteousness. What was it that persuaded Noah to build that ark? It was the word of God. God says Noah I'm going to destroy the earth and Noah moved and prepared an ark to the saving of his house. You and I already know. You said you've read the book. You said I've read the back of the book. I know the end state. So therefore I should be getting ready for the coming of the Lord. Because it's not going to be water next time. It's going to be fire. (laughs) How persuaded are you? Are you fully persuaded? If you've read the back of the book, you should be persuaded. You should you already know what's going to happen. And so you should be ready. You should be serving God with a pure heart fervently. Amen. What was it made David take on Goliath on the battlefield? When David came down, everybody was being tormented. The Bible says Goliath tormented them for 40 years days. Amen. And nobody took him on. Goliath was constantly saying, give me a man. Give me a man for 40 days. And when David came down, amen, he heard him tormenting and cursing and blaspheming the armies of the living God. And David says, who is this uncircumcised Philistine that he should defy the armies of the living God? I'll fight him. And when David went out to fight Goliath, Goliath says am I a dog that you come out uh, to fight me David says you come to me with a sword and a spear and a shield but I come to you in the name of the Lord of hosts uh, the God of Israel whom you're defiling this day he will deliver you into my hands Uh, and as a result we know the end state uh, what happened to Goliath uh, by David but what was it that persuaded him it was the word of God because God says when your enemies come in like a flood the spirit of the Lord will lift up a standard against them fear not little flock it's your father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom 
greater is he that's in you than he that is in the world. You don't have to fear your enemies. Stand strong and see the salvation of the Lord. God will work if you let him. When you pass through the waters, I'll be with you. When you're in the rivers, they shall not overflow you. When you pass through the fire, they shall not burn you because I have called you by your name. You are mine, saith the Lord. Praise God. You've got to be persuaded. Scripture says that one day that the Philistines come running down every year to take the bean field, take the lentils away from the children of Israel. But this day, Shimea got some backbone and everybody else ran. He stood still in the middle of his bean field and defended it. And God worked righteousness for him. Amen. You don't need to run when the enemy seems like he's big. Amen. He's afraid of you. James says, you believe there's one God? The devil also believe. And he's trembling. Amen. You don't have to worry. All the enemy can do is torment you. All he can do is try to put fear in you to make you hurt yourself, cause you to quit. But you must stand firm. You've got to be fully persuaded that what God says in his word, he will do. You have to be fully persuaded that God is with you no matter where you are, no matter what you're going through. Praise God. You've got to be persuaded. Amen. Come on. God says, Abraham, leave home. He just left. Didn't know where he was going. And he sojourned in the land of promise as in a strange country, dwelling in tabernacles with Isaac and Jacob, the same promise. We look for a city which had foundation as builder, makers God. Jesus says, let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. In my father's house is many mansions. If it was not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I'll come again and receive you to myself. That where I am, there you shall be also. Are you persuaded of that promise? You have to be persuaded. Through faith, Sarah herself also conceived seed when she was past age. For she counted him faithful that had promised therefore sprang forth even as one and he did being good as dead as the stars in the heaven and multitude in the sand by the seashore in multitude amen these all died having not received the promise but was persuaded of it and embraced it and declared plainly that they were strangers and pilgrims in the earth for they that say such things declare plainly that they seek for a country. For if they had been mindful of that country from which they had came out of, they may have had opportunity to return therein. But now they seek for a better country that is a heavenly, where God is not ashamed to be called their God. For he has prepared for them a city. By faith, Abraham, when he was tried, offered up Isaac. And he that had received the promise offered up his only begotten son, of whom it was said in Isaac. 
Isaac shall thy seed be called accounted that God was able to raise him from the dead from which he had received him in a promise by faith Isaac blessed both Jacob and Esau concerning the things to come by faith Jacob when he was dying blessed both the sons of Joseph worshiping leaning upon his staff by faith amen Joseph when he died made mention of the departure of the children of Israel from Egypt and gave commandments concerning his bones by faith Moses when he was come to years was hid three months by his parents for they saw he was a proper child not fearing the king's command by faith Moses when he came to years refused to be called the sons of Pharaoh's daughter chosen rather to suffer with the people of God than to endure the pleasures of sin for a season for he had respect to the recompense of the reward you've got to have a respect you've got to believe what God says in his word he's gonna do you've got to believe that God is with you no matter what you go through in your life you've got to be persuaded that he knows you he knows what you need he's there for you you've got to believe because without faith it's impossible to believe it's impossible to please God come on fear thy not I am with you be not dismayed I am your God I will help you yea I will uphold you with the right hand of my righteousness saith the Lord fear not that's a promise from God when God made promise to Abraham notice what the scripture says it's not for just them it's for you and me that's what Paul said he says what God promised Abraham not just for Abraham it's for us we're the seed of Abraham we obtain the heritage the promises of God Jesus Christ is the same yesterday today and forever I am the Lord I change not Isaiah 43 10 you are my witnesses saith the Lord and my servants whom I have chosen that you may know and believe me that I am he before me there was no God form and neither shall there be after me I even I am the Lord and beside me there is no savior I have showed I have delivered I have saved when there was no strange God among you therefore you are my witnesses that I am God amen you've got to be persuaded Paul says and we know that all things work together for good to them that love God to them who are the call according to his purpose uh, for whom he did foreknow them he did also predestine to be conformed to the image of his son that he might be the firstborn among many brethren uh, for whom he did for predestine them he also called and to whom he called them he also justified and whom he justified them he also glorified what then shall we say to these things uh, if God be for us who can be against 
against us. If God spared not his own son, but delivered him up for us all, how shall he not by him freely give us all things? Who shall lay anything to the charge of God's elect? It is God that justifieth. Who is this that condemned? It is Christ that died, yea, rather, but riven, and even at the right hand, make an intercession for us. Who shall separate us from the love of God? Shall tribulation, or distress, or persecution, or nakedness, or peril, or sword, as it is written for thy sake. We are killed all the day long. We are accounted as sheep to the slaughter. Nay, and all these things we are more than conquerors through him that love us. For I am persuaded that neither life, nor death, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other creature shall be able to separate me from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus, my Lord. Are you persuaded? Are you persuaded? The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? When the wicked, even mine enemies and my foes, come upon me to eat up my flesh, they stumble and they fall. The host should encamp against me, and this my heart will not fear. The war shall rise against me, and this I will be confident. One thing have I desired of the Lord, and that will I seek after, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord. All the days of my life to behold the beauty of the Lord and to inquire in his temple for in the time of trouble he will hide me in his pavilion and the secret of his tabernacle he shall hide me he shall set me on a rock my head will be lifted above my enemies round about me therefore when I open his tabernacle the sacrifices of joy I will sing yes I will sing praises unto the Lord God is my refuge and God is my strength a very present help in trouble though the we will not fear though the earth be moved and though the mountains be carried into the midst of the sea though the waters be troubled and the earth shake with the swelling of her Selah you know what that word Selah means stop and think about it it's like your music That's what it means. Pause. Think about what you just read. God is my refuge. God is my strength. A very present help in trouble. We are not going to fear. I'm not fear. Though the earth be moved, though the mountains be carried into the midst of the sea, though the water be troubled and water there is. See that. There's a stream. That shall make glad the cities of God. The tabernacle of the Most High. God is in the midst of her. God will help her. And that right early. The heathen rage. The kings were moved. He uttered his voice. The earth milked. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is my refuge. Come on. Come and see the desolation which he's done in the earth. He caused wars to cease from the end of the earth. He breaketh the bow. He cut it the spears as under you serve Paul says in Romans 15 4 for the things which are written afore 
was written for your learning that you through patience and comfort of the scripture would have hope. Are you persuaded? You don't know what I'm going through, Pastor. No, you don't know what I'm going through. Been there, done that, and I ain't going back. Come on. Philip Craig's and Dean says, I choose to be a Christian. I choose to be like him. Ain't nobody holding a gun to my head. This is how I choose to live. You decide for you, and I'll decide for me. And since the choice is mine, this is how I'm choosing to be. One night when you're getting down on the dark side of town, this choice I made is going to be lifting me out of here. Hallelujah. I choose to be like him. I am fully persuaded that what God says, he's able to do exceeding abundantly above all I could ever. I have not seen and ears have not heard the things which God has prepared for them that love him. Praise God. God said to me one day, oh, pastor, I don't believe you got to do all that. I don't believe you got to go to church. I don't believe you got to be baptized. I don't think you need the Holy Ghost. I don't think you need to stop drinking. I don't think you need to stop smoking. I say, sir, I don't care what you believe. I says, because I'm persuaded. <laughs> I am fully persuaded. Paul says in Romans chapter 3, verse 3 and 4, Paul says, what if some did not believe? Shall their done belief make the effect of God without effect? He says, God forbid, but you let God be true, and you let every man be a liar. Amen. As it is written, that thou mightest be justified, and thou saying that thou might overcome when you stand before the judgment seat. You better let the word of God be true, and not what men is trying to tell you that not true. You've got to stand on the word of God and you've got to be fully persuaded. Amen. Let's stand this evening. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. If you're here today and you've never received the Holy Ghost and you've never been baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, I want to encourage you today. Don't leave the way you came. When they asked Peter on the day of Pentecost, men and brethren, what shall we do? Peter says, repent. Repentance is just an inward change of heart. You've been thinking this way on and on and on and on. Let that go and turn around and start thinking a different direction. Start thinking about God in God's ways. Repentance. You're going to die to the old ways of life so that you can get this new life. Amen. So repentance, he says repent. Then he says, notice, be baptized every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sin. What Jesus Christ? Acts 4.12 says, neither is there salvation in any other. For there is none other name under heaven given unto men whereby we must be saved. We've got to take on the name of Jesus. Amen. And we do that in the waters of baptism. Amen. Because baptism is for the remission of sin. And can't nobody forgive sin but God. You with me? Amen. 
You know that Jesus is God, right? In the beginning was the Word. The Word was with God, and the Word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by Him. Without Him was not anything made was made. In Him was life, and the life was the light of men. And the Word became flesh and dwelt amongst us. And we beheld His glory. The glory of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and true. Paul says in 1 Timothy three sixteen, And without controversy, great is the mystery of godliness. God was manifested in the flesh, justified in the spirit, saint of angels, preached to the Gentiles, bleed on in the world, and received back up in the glory. Amen? John, the one who laid on his breast and loved them so much. 1 John five twenty, he says, And we know that the Son of God has come and has given us an understanding that we may know him that is true, and we are in him that is true, even his Son, Jesus Christ. This is the true God in eternal life. If anybody knew him, it would be John. <laughs> Hallelujah. Come on. You get baptized in the name of Jesus Christ. Paul told the church in Romans in the 6th chapter, he says, Shall we continue in sin that grace may abound? He says, God forbid. Know you not that so many of us that was baptized in the Pastor Parker's name. Go to the next scripture. Know you not that so many of y'all was baptized in my name? Whose name? Jesus Christ was baptized into his death that like as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so you should walk in newness of life. For if we have been planted together in the likeness of his death, we shall be also in the likeness of his resurrection. Amen. And when we come up out of that water, we are risen to walk in newness of life. The Holy Ghost in us. You got to be persuaded if you want the Holy Ghost. You got to be, it's a free gift. That's what Jesus says. He says, How many of you fathers? Watch this. Luke, I think it's either 11 or 13. He says, How many of you fathers have a son? He says, <laughs> Amen. He says, If you ask, they ask you for bread, are you going to give them a stone? He says, if they ask you for fish, are you going to give them a, a snake? Come on. If they ask you for an egg, are you going to give them a scorpion? He says, if you being evil know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your heavenly father give the Holy Ghost to them that ask him? It's free. I guarantee if I had right here a hundred dollar bill and hold it out and says, anybody want this? Somebody out there would be up here to get it. Because it's free. Right? The Holy Ghost is the same way. You can't earn it. You are not going to earn anything from God. You can't. Everything God gives you is free. And you're going to have to believe it and trust Him you struggling in your life. He don't want you. If he would have never said, the thief comes not but to steal, to kill, and destroy, but I come that you might have life and more abundantly. He wants you to reign with him forever and ever. Come on. 
white bread and bubble gum. Now you people in the, you people in the north might not know what that means. <laughs> right. persuaded he wants you to have it today maybe you've been baptized maybe you've received the Holy Ghost but maybe you may have took a detour and got off track okay let me encourage you the door is still open and you can walk right back in and get right back on track and start living right. Amen. Praise God. So these altars are open this morning. This afternoon, excuse me. It feels morning to me. <laughs> but these altars are open. So let me encourage you. Don't leave the way you came. You came here to looking for something. Now leave with it. Because God has got it for you. And he's waiting to give it to you. God bless you.